0: This show has explicit language and probably has mature themes. Hey John, can you give us that look today. <laughs> explanations i'm dexter Sorensen. i look some stuff up on wikipedia watch some youtube about it and i'm gonna explain it to my friend david gerondale david how are
1: you that's me that's you it's david in the rabbit pen studios i was trying a new thing i'm doing pretty well uh we'll see if that catches on or not
0: yeah you might want to try it <laughs> workshop it a little bit i'll just
1: i think i'm just gonna try a new intro every week until we settle on one that i really like okay that's fair is it all right no, you might want to try another one. No, I meant, is that all right? Oh, yeah. Trying out new, okay. I'm yeah, just going to workshop absolutely. new, like. <laughs> anyway, <should. clears throat> I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing today? Swell. Uh, you know, we record on Fridays, so that's always nice. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess uh, that was selfish that... of me. You work on Saturdays.
0: Oh, yeah, I work on Saturdays, but I don't be working on
1: Fridays. So does our producer, John. Yeah. You don't be working on Fridays? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. So it's still a good day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what are we gonna learn about anyhow? We
0: are going to do the Zodiac Constellations Redux.
1: Redux.
0: Yeah, because we did this topic like a year ago, but neither of us were happy. Oh yeah, it. that's right. Yeah, um, neither of us were. It- yeah, we didn't like it. So we took it down, I think, within like two weeks. So if you heard the Zodiac... Con- the Zodiac, It was called the Zodiac, now it's called the Zodiac Constellations. If you heard it, and we're doing it again, I hope you're not annoyed, because we aim to do it better. I think, actually, one of our patrons said it was their least favorite episode. Oh. Yeah. Well,
1: that I I guess that is kind of constructive feedback. No, exactly it is. Yeah.
0: Um, but I think it the... I I think this episode and the ideas has some fun concepts that should like I'd like to have them in the library. Like if everything oh, we do yeah, is yeah. a library. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Like it w- the episode deserves to be done.
0: Yeah. It's just that like it needs to be done better. We were yeah. we just didn't do it well for the time even a year ago and yeah, we're better Yeah. Exactly. Now.
1: Even back then I felt like Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: So Here's how we're going to do it this time. We're not going to really talk about astrology very much. Like astrology, it's a fun thing, although it's unscientific, but it won't be the focus of the episode.
1: Okay, that could be um, its own topic at yeah. some point.
0: Instead, we're going to be talking about the Earth's motion in space and why the constellations that make up the Zodiac are the Zodiac constellations. Oh,
1: heck yeah. So even people who did listen to the first one, they're actually getting a whole lot of yeah. different information this time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So hush. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, we'll talk a little bit about astrology, but we won't hammer on it too much because, like I said, astrology—it's for fun. Yeah, it and is. Ain't no- unless, yeah. ain't unless wrong with you're the fun. first unless lady
1: you're... and you're giving the president advice based on oh yeah their horoscope. Yep. Which did happen, Nancy. Yeah. Uh, Lesser heart, but that was <laughs> that's some weird shit, right? The fucking
0: president. Anyway, I wonder which newspaper.
1: Oh, my God. I never thought about that before. I, never I wonder thought which about newspaper
0: that. it was. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, let's get back to what the Zodiac constellations actually are. Okay. Um, but so in order to understand the Zodiac constellations, we first have to un- understand three concepts. The celestial sphere, constellations, and the ecliptic. Okay. Yeah. So the celestial sphere first um like if you think about like if everything on the entire sky were on a static dome then that would be the celestial sphere right so like every object is kind of like a moving painting that goes around
1: the earth yeah it's like the inside of like imagine we're on the inside of a ball and mm. the ball is painted
0: yeah it's an ima- it's an imaginary thing but it works yeah. pretty much because stars move so slow
1: oh yeah and it's actually important to a lot of navigation and
0: yeah and so, like as Astronomy. as the Earth rotates, it causes the apparent spinning of the celestial sphere. Sure. And then, so like in the very middle of the celestial sphere is the celestial equator, and that's just a line that extends from the equator outward out indefinitely. Yeah, into the celestial sphere. And the celestial poles, they're like on the top and bottom of the celestial sphere, and they kind of stay static. That makes sense throughout yeah. the
1: course of a year or the course of a day.
0: Sure. So, like the North Pole is really close to the celestial North Pole,
1: right? I like that. Just a moment ago, you you clarified and said that uh, they don't they stay static within a year or a day, like <laughs> yeah. fairly small time frames. Oh yeah, geologically. Yeah, exactly. Speaking. We'll
0: get to that. We'll get to that. Um, but like the Southern Hemisphere doesn't really have a good South Pole star. Oh, so like sure. the southern point in the celestial sphere Points doesn't to really have open vacuum.
1: Or yeah, nothing. There's black. like
0: a way to like like look at surrounding stars and figure out what it is, but it's not really there as a star.
1: Right, it's kind of hard to look at nothing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So that's the celestial sphere. Gotcha. Yep. Now we got constellations. Okay. So Wikipedia says a constellation is a group of stars that form in an imaginary outline or pattern on the celestial sphere, typically representing an animal, mythological person or creature, a god or an inanimate object.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're usually personified, sometimes anthropomorphized. Anthropomorphized. Yeah. Um.
0: Uh, (laughs) So the original constellations were Greek. The original 48, uh yeah, 48 constellations were Greek. Okay. But now there are 88, 88 constellations. And that came about in 1922 when the International Astronomical Union formally accepted the modern list of the 88 constellations. Oh. Yeah. And then also in Yeah, because
1: 19- sure, the Greeks wouldn't have had any southern hemispheric no. constellations
0: at all. Nope. Um... And so another cool thing about what they did when they adopted the 88 constellations is they made a field that encompasses the entire celestial sphere. So if you look at any given point on the celestial sphere, that is within a constellation and can be described as such.
1: I see. So it
0: actually forms a distinct boundary. It's not just the dots i see it's actually like a mapping
1: it's like states basically gotcha so they basically like drew lines between the stars and then filled in the gap space uh with that like constellation zone almost exactly and so okay and so that's what it means when they say within Within the constellation or within
0: yeah i understand
1: i never quite knew what that meant i thought yeah yeah,
0: I never knew that either. I just thought that that was really cool. Yeah,
1: that is really cool. That's super useful too, right? Um, yeah, because then you have all these these eighty eight. Like that's a lot to memorize still. But like oh, if yeah. you're in the field, if you're in the field, and you only have to memorize like the ones in your hemisphere, I suppose. And then you just you know exactly where to. Well, not precisely, but you have a really good ballpark Idea. of where to
0: look, especially for smaller constellations. Right. Because they they do cover different sizes. Sure, yeah, they're vastly different sizes. Yeah. Just look at the Big Dipper versus the Little Dipper. Mm. So, uh, actually, I think those are—I'm not sure at all—but I think those might be both encompassed in the bear.
1: Yeah, Ursa Major and Ursa Minor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but Ursa Minor is still quite a bit smaller than Ursa Major. The truth, yeah. And for some reason, the bears have tails, like long ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I never even thought about that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of weird. The Greeks um, had a weird. I uh, maybe they they hadn't seen they a, the, the a guys lot of looking bears. up at the stars hadn't seen a ton of bears. Yeah. I, I imagine <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So let's. Uh, we talked about constellations. Media let's... was limited back then. <laughs> it was. You got. It, it was even less than the two channels that our forefathers had. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The ecliptic. As the Earth travels around the sun over the course of a year, the sun has an apparent position along, basically near the celestial equator.
1: Right. Near, but not on always. Yeah.
0: That's the ecliptic.
1: Gotcha. The ecliptic is the
0: apparent path of the sun
1: during the course of a year with the celestial sphere outside of both i see so we have we have the celestial equator which is this line that emanates out from the earth yeah uh within the celestial sphere and then we have the ecliptic which is a line traced around the celestial sphere which traces it's like the motion of the sun around the earth throughout the year
0: no the yeah but it's an illusion because what it is, is if well, you yeah, were to draw a line. Well, yeah, of course it's an illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah The yeah. sun
1: doesn't move around the earth, but okay. uh, well, that's what I meant. The I visual, I'm just but trying do... to get, like, visual grasp on it. mm mm-hmm. um, The apparent, what I should have said is the apparent app- motion of the sun. The apparent path, yeah. No, but, like, if
0: you think of, like, what I was, yeah. No, but if you think of it, like, if you draw a line from the earth through the sun onto the ecliptic, <gasps> that is, no, onto the celestial sphere, that is the ecliptic. Because no, no matter how the Earth is rotating or spinning, if you draw a line through it, that's its apparent position.
1: Draw a line connecting the Earth and the sun.
0: Through the sun onto the ecliptic. So it's like a line on the celestial sphere that as the Earth wobbles, so it kind of goes up above the celestial equator, down below the celestial equator. And then that's back That's the ecliptic. Okay. Is the line, the apparent position of the sun over the course of a year. Okay, so the sun is emanating a line from
1: its center out onto the celestial sphere. Yeah. Yeah. And the path it traces is the ecliptic. Mm -hmm. Gotcha.
0: Um, Wikipedia says, the ecliptic is not normally noticeable from Earth's surface because the planet's rotation carries the observer through the daily cycles of sunrise and sunset, which obscures the sun's apparent motion against the background of stars during the year. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, we just talked about what the ecliptic was. And the reason now you that-
1: notice the big changes. Yeah. Right? Like you notice that the sun doesn't come as, go as high. Like if you live in a, in a it's northern latitude, at a 23 degree. Yeah, you notice that the sun never gets as high. Mm-hmm. And you notice the days are shorter. Yeah. So you notice the general pattern. But on a day to day basis, That's you're not going to notice. Yeah.
0: yeah. Sure. Okay. So now that we know those three concepts, we can talk about the zodiac constellations. Okay, so the zodiac constellations comprise the parts of the sky within nine degrees of the ecliptic, and so that's like, like said, when you draw a line through the sun, there are actually thirteen zodiac constellations.
1: Okay, so if if, if going from the the, Eclip- going ecliptic from the ecliptic to the north pole would be ninety degrees, correct? No,
0: nine degrees.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so, yes. That Approximately would be. 90 degrees, depending mm. on where the ecliptic is lying right then. Um, so that's like a tenth of the way. So it's like a tenth of the way up to the North Pole. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, there are 13... Or to the South
1: Pole, I suppose, too. Both, yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: So there's 18 degrees, pretty much.
1: Gotcha. So it's kind of like a tropical band.
0: Yeah. Um. So there's the 12 constellations that make up the map of the... St- Of the sky and Ophiuchus, which is between Sagittarius and Scorpius, right in the path that the sun takes, but it's kind of like a smaller path, and so I can see why they'd get rid of it for the signs. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, like the signs, they're different than the zodiac constellations. Like the signs, they're separated into twelve equal parts along the ecliptic. But. They're separated into, yeah, like, equal parts that are 30 degrees. Okay. And so Ophiuchus just can't fit in there.
1: Ah, that makes sense, yeah.
0: Um, But, like, because the Zodiac constellations actually take up different amounts of space, too, like Virgo, for example, takes up five times as much of the ecliptic longitude as Scorpius.
1: Oh interesting. Mm-hmm. So when if you're so if you're like let's just veer into a- astrology for a second. If you're born okay. in the house of um let's what what would be one that is adjacent to Virgo. I'm not sure, but yeah, like let's say either. you're you're born in the house of something adjacent to Virgo. Virgo might have actually been like the predominant Cons-
0: or where part the- of the ecliptic that the sun was in during that time was in
1: year. actually during that it time. gets
0: even more complicated okay um yeah it gets even more complicated we'll get into that pretty soon gotcha um so yeah like we talked about the sun actually stays in different constellations for different for some of the different zodiac constellations for different amounts of time just because they're different sizes different sizes yeah mm-hmm. And then another thing that s- distinguishes the Zodiac constellations from the signs associated with them is the Earth's axial precession. This okay. is what I was just alluding to, and this is what you alert- alluded to earlier in the episode. Yeah. Um, so in addition to spending once a day and making a trip around the year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: One more trip around the year. <laughs> we made it a trip around the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Let me take a sip of beer. I'm going to
1: say that <laughs> on January 1st. I'm going to reference that. I'm going to toast you and just be like, one more trip, trip around, around the, the year, year, buddy.
0: I hope we remember that because we I'm can gonna. put that in an, intro, in an intro. Um. So like another thing that distinguishes the zodiac from the signs associated with them is the Earth's axial precession. Like we talked about this earlier in the episode and then, or no, I talked about it and then you talked about it like right in the very beginning.
1: Well, yeah. I kind of a little, it.
0: you alluded to it. So in addition to spending once a day and making one trip around the year, around the sun in a year, uh, the earth also has a circular wobble.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like you can uh, kind of think of like a spinning, like a spinning, top. spinning top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a jinx.
0: Um, but it's, so, yeah, it's not that noticeable. Because it takes about 25,772 years to complete <laughs> to one complete spinning awable? top. Oh, okay. one spinning top procession. So it has a discernible pattern to it. It has a discernible it, pattern okay, to it. Okay. And it takes over 25,000 25, years yeah. to complete one. Huh. Um, so the, Zod- so yeah, the,
1: the, the zodiacs aren't changing position radically over a no, short amount of time.
0: And within but, a lifetime,
1: even. But like going back to the ancient Greeks.
0: Well, and they think... That's a
1: significant chunk of the cycle.
0: Exactly. Going back to the Greeks. And when the Zodiac was, like, made... Well, they don't know if the uh, Zodiac was made by the Babylonians. But they were the first people to write about it. Yeah. Vigorously, I guess. And they had 13. Yeah. They they had Ophicius
1: or whatever. mm, And that was, like, 2,500 years ago. And it's funny, too, because business calendars are split up into 13 um, months, essentially. Like... uh, uh, 26 pay periods yeah i never uh, thought about that and so like you you, yeah if you do the year into 13 28 day months and then have one day that's 29 months uh or one month that's 29 days rather and then 30 every four years that's perfect yeah. you don't need to have all this 30 31 30 31 fuck you julian Yeah, seriously. The the Babylonian calendar was just better.
0: Hmm? We'll have to do a whole episode on calendars because there is some real fun shit. Yeah, there is. Oh, calendars are actually really interesting. Um, but yeah, so like, um, with the wobble, (laughs) we're getting back to it. Yeah, uh, with the wobble, the procession that happens, um, like the actual zodiac or like where the ecliptic is at any given moment. Is actually in a different spot than during the time the zodiac was made, or when the Greeks were talking about it.
1: Sure, because the Babylonians would have been even further back exactly. than the Greeks by, you know, thousands of years, possibly mm-hmm. depending on when they made the calendar in their history. But they're really, really ancient, even compared to the Greeks. They yeah. they make the Greeks look relatively new. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, precession could have changed a lot about where those houses what time of the year the Sun is sun. in that house
0: yeah exactly and uh so yeah nowadays it's actually about a month ahead oh okay so wow, like, yeah
1: see that's significant
0: so yeah exactly like uh, like for example Gemini my quote-unquote sign is like the procession is actually happening from June 21st to July 20th instead of like new t- till the end of may
1: right dang and so like i have a tattoo that is the sign of leo that yeah. means, that's a lie <laughs> i was born in the beginning of august i'm pretty sure that means that's a lie i have a lie tattooed on my body Wait, what'd you say it was that's right i'm not into astrology anyway um, yeah. um it, leo uh, august 9th was when i was born Leo, what's that make me um that makes you cancer oh okay <laughs> I'll just get that symbol, too. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll symbolize my evolving knowledge. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but that's pretty much all I got about in the zodiac constellations Redux. You got anything else you want to talk about?
1: No, Astrology's a lot of fun. I think it is a lot of fun. and uh, but, like, uh, but I don't, just like I don't don't, know. T- don't take certain things. Don't take certain things too far. Well, the thing I like about like on some kind of is
0: that it's uh, vague. And oh so sure, like, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. not—it's not like Go like out, horoscopes. You mean
1: specifically horoscopes specifically? Yeah. yeah. Um, Always vague enough to basically match, like.
0: But it's also vague enough to like kind of be, not important for concern. Like it's not giving anybody oh, ideas yeah. that are yeah, like in, what's that, in what's media. That term you see, that's like, like not like petty, but it's like, like mundane or kind of yeah. like
1: uh just hmm. not harmful. Is the yeah. word? Yeah. Okay. Beno- uh benign benign yeah 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 but like people who people who are like oh no it's not we, like chiropractic yeah to a reference the older episode yeah that's actually yeah that's not so much benign especially when they're making ridiculous claims yeah. if they're like we'll fix your back your back won't hurt for a little while yeah that's fine they're like
0: your but baby if- is gonna get cancer
1: yeah we can prevent it <laughs> um but also like people who are like, no, we, we wouldn't be a good match for like friends or for like a relationship yeah, because that's, we that's are also a little the too opposite far too. signs. And it's like, holy cow, that, like, that seems like a really silly way to deny. Like, like honestly, the fact I think that you your both... instincts, when it comes to like people, I think there's something to, to t- t- be said for like following your instincts. If you get along with somebody, if you can stay in their company for like 20 minutes at a time, maybe there's something there. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Don't be like no, my sign and doesn't match your also, sign. Also, the fact
0: that yeah, the fact that That's um you a both out. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. The fact that also the fact that you both are both deluded, or not. Also the fact that both of you are dissuaded from being each other's friends because you have conflicting star signs is probably a sign that you should be friends. Because you have <laughs> equal you have like values that correspond with each other. That's true. <laughs> um so yeah, let's real quick summarize.
1: You're gonna do it. I'm gonna summarize? Yep. Celest- okay. celestial sphere. Uh it's the dome. It's the imaginary dome that encompasses the sky. The constellations. Um, the constellations are like the eighty eight recognized uh groups of stars that also make up the zones that encompass the entire celestial sphere. The ecliptic. Uh, It's the path that the sun... The imaginary path that the sun uh, charts across the celestial sphere as it appears to move around the Earth throughout the year. Or uh, around the sky, really. Around the celestial sphere.
0: I think you... Yeah, thank you. Very well done. Um... So, that is it for this episode. Dexplanations is recorded at Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provide them sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. Art and logo by Monet Moran. I want to thank all of our patrons on Patreon. Your support means everything to me, to us, and the show itself. If you too want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash dexplanations. Tell a friend to listen to your favorite episode or leave a review on iTunes. Likely, we got a bunch of things wrong. If you want to tell me about it or just want to bullshit, hit me up at DexplanationsPodcast at gmail.com. Tweet us at Dexplanations or comment on the Instagram. I'll bring it up in a later episode or do a new episode about it. Oh, and <laughs> as for you, you make me feel like a genie in a bottle because you rub me the right way. Bye now. <laughs>